everyone. Welcome to another episode of Mindset to Mastery. I am your host, Keisha A. Rivers, President and Chief Outcome Facilitator of the CARS Group, where we facilitate outcomes by equipping people to embrace and manage change. And on today's episode, I am going to be talking about your confirmation bias is showing. What do you mean by that? What is confirmation bias? Our minds naturally want to find information and ways of making connections in order to make meaning. So the problem that happens is that most of the time we prefer to seek out information that supports what we already think, know, and believe. That is confirmation bias. It's the tendency to interpret new evidence as confirmation of one's existing beliefs or theories. For example, if a person believes that left-handed people are more creative than right-handed people, whenever they encounter a person that is both left-handed and creative, they place a greater importance on this quote-unquote evidence that supports what they already believe. So if you happen to find a left-handed person that is not creative, then that's an exception. That's an outlier. That's something that is discarded. Confirmation bias happens a lot in our daily lives, it happens a lot in our organizations, and it happens a lot in the ways in which we interact with people. Confirmation bias also happens a lot when we are encountered with new information. Case in point, this is being recorded during COVID-19, during the pandemic, as well as in light of a whole lot of uh, civil unrest with regards to systemic racism and Black Lives Matter and, um, and a number of different ways in which companies and organizations are taking a hard look at diversity and inclusion and equity and anti-racism. And there are a number of people who are dismissing facts related to all of these things because they don't align with what they already know. Conversely, they're embracing things that support their existing system of beliefs. They're, support, they're embracing things that, ex that support what you already know or think you know. So the problem with all of this, if you are constantly looking for things that confirm what you already think and what you already believe, then you are not open to challenging yourself to learning and growing and developing. I talk a lot about the process of change, that change is a process that begins with an event. We have the, the, the catalysm, which is the event. Then we go through the shift of transformation. This is when your mindset is challenged and shifted. This is when what you think you know is challenged and shifted. This is when your mind begins to, to process things differently so that your behavior and your actions then become different. And then finally, you have the next normal of application as a result of the way that your mindset has been changed, as a result of the new information, as a re result of the new ways that you, you think and believe and what you know, you then do something different. So when you are focused and you are um, engaged so much in your confirmation bias, you're not open to change. You're not open to transformation. You're not open to trying to make a shift. Instead, you question every opportunity that comes your way that is trying to show you that things should be different. 
organizations that are taking upon, taking it upon themselves to do different things with regards to diversity and inclusion, organizations that are doing the work of anti-racism, organizations that are having difficult conversations about race and privilege, organizations that are looking at their hiring practices, organizations that are looking at the ways in which they promote, organizations that are looking at the, at the, at the, the ways in which their diversity inclusion councils or their employee resource groups are being funded and supported. When you're taking a deep dive critical look at what you do, confirmation bias has no place. If you are only open to hearing what is going to make you feel that you are doing the right thing, then you're not being critical of yourself. You're not being genuine and authentic in your analysis. You are not being open to the true power of transformation. And you are certainly not positioning yourself to make a shift. So if you have this lack of critical thinking and you dismiss new facts that are contrary to your beliefs just because you don't want to question yourself, just because you don't want to explore the possibility that there's better or a different, or, or a different way, you're missing out on growth. If you place more value or weight on your personal experience than on expertise of consultants or or research partners or doctors or people who are on the front lines who have gone through this for years and years, if you are dismissing everything that they know and that they bring to the table that has been proven and tested just because you don't feel that it's right, you're missing out on the opportunity to grow. If you are dismissing anything that is contrary to what you already think and believe as being an outlier or an exception, then you are choosing to remain stuck in your own status quo. What does this mean? Why is this important? Well, number one, if confirmation bias goes unchecked, then ignorance overshadows the experts. Opinion is just not the same as evidence. The decisions that you make need to be made on sound evidence and data, not emotion. The things that you make a decision to do or not do need to be made based on truthful evidence, not somebody else's hunches. You cannot look at ways of navigating change effectively and successfully if you don't examine how you need to be different yourself. Bias leads to a distrust of the, a distrust of the change process. You'll get pushback and deliberate disregard for what you're trying to do. This happens more and more when organizations are trying to make a shift in the ways that they are thinking about engaging with their employees and ways in which they are looking at um, enhancing the leadership abilities and the leadership development of the people in, within their teams as they are looking at changing and shifting the, the company, company culture so that it can be better and more in inclusive and more learning centered and welcoming. But it's also on the flip side because there are times, of course, when companies say, hey, nothing to see here, we're doing great. We have a wonderful record. There is no way that we're the, types that the, the, the type of people that they're talking about when they say that there are ones that have been entrenched in the same mindset for decades. No, that's not us at 
all. Look at what we've done when we've appointed one or two minorities. Look at what we've done when we gave you know, uh, um, a, a donation to a cause without looking at the underlying and foundational principles. But you also have when employees decide that they're gonna push back. You also have when individuals within society decide that they're gonna push back because it doesn't align with my vision or my beliefs or my existing view of the world. Years ago, they thought the world was flat. Years ago, they thought the earth was the center of the universe. There have been time and time of documented cases when people made decisions based on what they thought they know or what they knew at the time, based on their perspective and based on the tools that they had to evaluate their situations. But then new information came out that proved that what you thought was a truth was actually not. We wouldn't have cell phones today if people stuck with their old ideas of communication. We wouldn't have cars today if people said that there was no way that, that you should try to you know, create a motorized mode of transportation. We wouldn't have airplanes if the Wright brothers hadn't thought that people should fly. There are so many instances within our own history where we have to be open to new ways of thinking and new ways of being and new ways of doing. And that means confirmation bias has to be considered and it has to be dealt with. So the repercussions of confirmation bias are real. That leads to, leads to a lack of progress. It leads to more discrimination. It leads to dissent. It leads to chaos. Instead of people within your team and your organizations and your society and your community banding together in order to be better and to make more progress, instead, you have this infighting. You have this way of people arguing over who's right and being so entrenched in their way of thinking that they don't even consider another per person's perspective. That is not what you want when you are dealing with change. That is not what you need when you are trying to go through the process of transformation and making a shift. That is not what is desired or what is even necessary if you're looking at making a widespread impact in a new way. So what do you do about confirmation bias? One, you need to check your bias. And that's check in two ways. One, it's check it in terms of reining it in and understanding that when you are naturally pushing back on something, maybe you need to examine if the reason you're doing it is because you have confirmation bias working. And also, you need to check your bias in terms of putting it aside and saying, I'm gonna stick you over here at the table until I get back. I wanna be open to this information. I wanna be open to this discussion. I want to be open to seeing things from someone else's perspective. So check your bias, leave it at the door, and then also check yourself if you find yourself so opposed to a new way of thinking or a new idea or a new way of doing things or new information. Ask yourself, what is it about this that's causing me to have this reaction? What is, this, what is it about this that is causing me not to be open to what's next? What is it about me and the way I'm thinking and what I believe and what I think that is causing me 
to miss out on truly examining this critically and fully. Number two, be open to new information and new insights. We don't know everything. Even though Google is your friend, you did not graduate from Google University, meaning that you know everything. So be open to new perspectives. Be open to new points of view. Be open to having a dialogue, not an argument, but a dialogue with other people who don't share the same view. The number one thing that I encounter when I work with organizations through change and, and helping them to equip their people to embrace and navigate and manage change is that by and large, there will always, always, always be a small segment of the team or of the organization's population that is experiencing pushback, that is saying wholeheartedly, I don't believe we should do this. I like things the way they were. Things were working well. Why do we need to change this? I don't want to feel as if you know we're being pulled into a direction that is not in alignment with our vision or our beliefs or our goals. Or simply by saying, you know what, I don't think we have the time to deal with this right now. There are other things that are more important that we need to consider. What do you do when you have people on your team that are pushing back because you know they're just playing into their confirmation bias? They're bringing you facts and articles and, and information and videos that are going to support what they already know. But when you present information and videos and experts and reports about things that you believe, you immediately get the pushback. Everyone within an organization has a right to their own opinion. Everyone within their organization has a right to their own perspective. Everyone in the organization has a right to think about things in a different way. But everyone in the organization has a responsibility to be open, to look at things critically, and to ensure that they are making decisions because they are considering all of the information equally. Confirmation bias is not a pass for you to continue operating in ignorance with what you think you know. So look at the source of the information. If you seem to be gravitating towards things on the internet that are all in alignment with what, whatever you already know, check the source. Some of these things are just blogs. Some of these things are, are sites that are designed to look like quote unquote official sites. Look at where you get your information. I will tell you one thing, the way the internet works and the algorithm and social media works is that whatever you click on, whatever you spend the most time around, it's going to serve up more of that. So if I'm constantly clicking on things that talk about um, how I believe in women's empowerment, how I believe in Black Lives Matter, if I believe in diversity and inclusion, if I believe that systemic racism is actually a truth, then the algorithm is going to give me more of that. That is feeding into your confirmation bias by feeding into your habits. So just because you log onto the internet and you are seeing all of these things that seem to, 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 to validate what you already know and believe, that's just the algorithm feeding into your confirmation bias by giving you more of what you already do. 
Do we want to live our lives and make decisions based on the algorithm giving us more of what we already know? Or do we want to really look at this and be critical and, and strategic and intentional about the way we look at information, about the way we react to situations, about the way that we dialogue and participate in conversations with other people? You can't live in a bubble and, and expect you yourself to be well-read, well-versed, and knowledgeable about all things that go on in the world. You can't only interact with certain people within your organization and feel like you have your finger on the pulse of what the organization as a whole needs. You cannot limit yourself and expect to enhance your, your, your potential and take advantage of the probability and the possibility of more and of greater. So you have to think critically. You have to question both your preconceived notions and beliefs and the source. So check your confirmation bias. Check out the reason why you're feeling the way you are. Really dig deep in, you know what? Why am I sharing that article? Where'd the source, where'd it come from? Is this something that I'm, I'm choosing just because it confirms what I already know? Try looking for things that disprove it. Try looking for and reading articles that go against what you think you already know. If you want to learn and grow and develop, you need to challenge yourself. You need to think differently. You need to think deeply. And yeah, confirmation bias may be something that's good in certain arenas. You know, a healthy dose of it is okay because it helps to reaffirm what we know when we're on the right track. But you can't use it as an excuse to automatically out of hand dismiss any opposing view. Facts are facts. Facts don't change. Expert opinion and, and, and conclusions that are drawn from studies are things that have to be examined. And no, I am not telling you to automatically accept without examination anyone that says anything that's an expert. You have to also look at their confirmation bias. You have to look at their perspective. You have to look at what it is that they're bringing to the table when they interpret certain things. I tell people all the time, people are people. And if you understand how people operate, it doesn't matter what title they hold. It doesn't matter what position they hold. Yes, there are, there are positions where people have to, they have taken an oath and made a promise based on their field of study to be as truthful and as objective as possible. But that still does not absolve you of the responsibility of thinking critically and deeply about the information. It does not release you from the responsibility of checking your own confirmation bias to make sure that you are not just touting this article or touting this expert because it aligns with what you think and believe without really being open to challenging it. This is an opportunity for us to think outside the box. This is an opportunity for us to create something new. This is an opportunity to take the chaos that is around us and turn it into an opportunity for change. If you are not willing to acknowledge that there is confirmation bias and that you are playing into your confirmation bias, 
by your refusal to listen to or consider any other information that is contrary to what you already think, know, and believe, then you're going to miss out. There is so much opportunity here for us to rethink the way we do everything right now. COVID-19 and the civil unrest in society, the societal unrest regarding discrimination and racism is giving us an opportunity to say, you know what? We just sh shined a huge spotlight on these things. And in that bright light, it is being shown for what it really, truly is. What are we going to do about it? How are you going to shift? How are you going to change? What are you going to do? Just because Google is your friend to find out information doesn't mean that Google University qualifies you to be an expert. So you have to take in as much information as possible from a number of different sources and you have to look at things differently. So we have this opportunity because of COVID and because of, of the protests where people are starting to systematically look at the way we do things within our organizations and within the society as a whole. Why do we have to do school the way it's always been done? The world is vastly different from when the, the educational system in the US was created. Maybe it's time for a change. Maybe it's time for a shift. COVID-19 has, has, has shown some, some light on glaring differences of race, of class, social economic status, and health disparities. But are we looking at this with, as an opportunity for us to do something different and us to be better? Or are we looking at it through the lens of, I'm only gonna find the pieces in this that already align with what I think I know, and I'm gonna to lean towards that. The fact that we're dealing with a global pandemic in the US and it has turned into a political issue instead of remaining a health issue is a huge example of confirmation bias. Huge example. The fact that most black people who are in places where they have encountered racism or discrimination have at least at some point in their lives, especially the higher they go in their careers, at least one black person has been told on at least one occasion, maybe more, that, oh, you're the exception. Instead of, you know, black people are just like me, we're people, hmm, you're the exception because you're my friend. You're the exception because you're my coworker. You're the exception because I know you now. And instead of taking that that, that new information that here is a black person who is not a criminal, who does not have 15 children, who is not on welfare, who is not, you know, all proficient in all things rap music, who did not grow up with in a single family parent, you know, household with, you know, 15 brothers and sisters and, um, you know, never held a job, you know, who did not grow up with, you know, an absentee father, Whenever you encounter people who pretty much dis destroy your preconceived notions, those aren't outliers. Those aren't exceptions. If you start thinking about new information that challenges your way of thinking and being and, and, and doing as being an exception or an outlier to be dismissed, your confirmation bias is showing. 
If you look at new information that people bring you and you come up with a long list of reasons as to why it won't work because you want to keep things the way they are, hmm, your confirmation bias may be showing. If you are in the midst of a transition within your organization and you are pushing back because you don't think you guys are that bad, there's nothing really wrong. Why should we be changing things? I like it the way they are. Eh, sorry to say, your confirmation bias may be showing. You have to let your confirmation bias go. And I know in conversations about racism and race and, and privilege that you know people talk about anti-racism and they talk about you know subconscious biases and how that plays into our cultural you know, understandings and, and norms and things that we do with regards to the way in which we segment or separate ourselves or group other people, your confirmation bias means that you're gonna seek out and see instances of people or situations that play into and support what you already think you know. So, make a decision. Decide that you are going to be more reflective. Decide that you are going to be more aware. Decide that you are going to be more proactive in uncovering your, con your subconscious bias and your, and, your, uh, and, and your confirmation bias and trying to dismantle it. Prove yourself wrong. Prove to yourself that there needs to be and has to be a better way. Think critically about what it is that you're doing and about the need for it. Look at yourself and, re and reflect and, and take a hard look at you and say, you know what? This isn't necessarily working right because I'm not being open to what is. I'm only holding on to what I think. That's not how you learn. That's not how you grow. That's not how you develop. That's not how you, how you manage and embrace change. That's not how you lead through change. That's not even how you lead from within. So do different, do something different. Shock yourself, raise your level, and do something different that is going to help you to see that playing into your confirmation bias is only keeping you stuck. It's only keeping you from growing and developing. It's only keeping you from truly engaging. It's only keeping you from learning how to lead and to be led. It's only keeping you from truly achieving success. It's only keeping you from making the progress you want to make. Yes, confirmation bias is a thing. And yes, more times than not, our confirmation bias is showing, and we don't even realize it. But after listening to this podcast today, you now know that it exists. You now know how it shows up. And I can guarantee you that during the past 27 minutes that I've been talking, you have realized that there are several occasions when your confirmation bias has gotten the best of you. So, make a decision. Do something different. If you are committed to the process of change, if you are committed to making a shift of transformation, if you are committed to creating the next normal that is gonna be better than the current present, then great, 
reflect on this. Take an active role in this. And make sure that whatever it is that you do, you ask yourself, what is it about this that is making me respond or react in this way? How does this challenge my way of thinking? How does this challenge my preconceived notions and my beliefs? When you start thinking about how this is challenging you and you start embracing the ways that this is causing you to grow, then you will be able to achieve success. So I hope this has been helpful to you. You have been listening to Mindset to Mastery, a podcast that provides you with strategies, tips, actionable items to help you change your mindset and master your success. I am your host, Keisha A. Rivers, President and Chief Outcome Facilitator of The Cars Group, where we facilitate outcomes by equipping people to embrace and manage change. Visit my website at carsgroup.com, that's K-A-R-S group.com for more information to reach out to me to connect if you want me to work with your organizations on helping you in the areas of leadership, engagement, and learning, and whether you want me to assist you in your journey to equip your people to embrace and manage change within your organizations. I look forward to hearing from you, and as always, stay safe, stay sane, and stay sanitized. Until next time, bye-bye.